everyone, and welcome to episode 12 of Granite Town Media's Inside Milford. My name is Tim Finan, and I will be your host for today's episode. My guest this week is Milford Department of Public Works Director Ricky Rindu. Public Works is the one department that probably has more direct interactions with the general public than any other department in town, other than maybe the schools. Whether it be from plowing and maintaining your roads, or caring for the parks and ball fields that we all enjoy, Milford's Public Works directly impacts pretty much every one of us at some point. So with that pressure, <laughs> welcome, Ricky. Thank you for coming. Well, thanks for having me, Tim. Not a problem. Hey, before we start, do you prefer Rick or Ricky? I've always wondered that. Either one. Rick, Rick is fine. Ricky is my given name, so I, I don't mind either. So. Oh, Ricky is your yep. given name. That's it's my not, given it's name. not a nickname. It's not a nickname. Nope. Okay, so why don't we, for starters, why don't we start a little, talk a little bit about you. How long have you actually been DPW director? I've been DPW director for about nine years. I, okay. started, I started in Milford 10 years ago because I started the highway manager. I got hired as the highway manager for about a year, and then I took over as uh, as director. Okay, so you were the highway manager. I was okay. highway manager when it first came. So what were you doing prior to Milford? Prior to Milford, I worked in the private sector, um, site contractor, road building, and commercial buildings. I've been involved for probably 35 years in the private sector. Like I say, I've done residential mm-hmm. housing developments. I've done commercial uh, developments. I've done uh, large interstate roadways work, um, did large commercial buildings, facilities, hospital work, did some additions to a hospital and things like that. Oh, very good. And I see here, and I don't even remember where I got this information from, but you went to UNH. I was. I, mean, I got an engineering degree from UNH, yes. Did you grow up in Milford? I did. I'm a, I'm a 1976 graduate of Milford High, so I've, I grew up in Milford. My parents have lived here for forever. Um, yeah, yeah, I got a lot of family here. Oh, so seventy six. So you're two you're two years older than I am. Yes, but yeah. I'm not from I'm not from <laughs> Milford though. Um, so, but you are you're mm. not in Milford anymore, right? You're up in Mount Vernon. I'm not. Uh, no, I'm in New Boston. I've I've lived in New Boston that's for the what, last. That's what I meant. Twenty five years. Uh, prior to that, like I said, uh, other than uh, one year of trying to live in Florida, I've lived in Milford all that time. So. Oh. Where did you live in Florida? Where did you try to live in Florida? In Lantana on the East Coast. It's just south of West Palm Beach. Oh. I did. I worked construction down there for a year. Okay, so let's let's talk about the organization, DPW itself. So how many employees do you have? I mean, approximately. I don't know if you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have 22 full-time employees. 22 full-time employees. 22 full-time. And how many, how many departments do you have now? We technically have seven departments. Um, one of those departments is street lighting. So, and you know, but it is a it it is a department w- under Public Works. So street lights. So you guys are responsible for the lights themselves. That's not Eversource or whoever owns the. Poles? No, um, actually, because of the fact that we did the light conversion of like three uh, two years ago. Okay. Um, to LEDs, I remember to, that. To LEDs, we are now the owner of all those street all the street lighting in town. But yes, we we do pay the bill out of uh, public works, and we're responsible for the maintenance of them. So you said, okay, let me see if I can get this right. You said seven. So I've got, so we've got highways, cemeteries, mm-hmm. parks, mm-hmm. facilities, mm-hmm. recycling, recycling. What's the one yeah. I'm missing? Administration. Oh, admin. Admin. Yep. So you have it organized in those departments. Is there a person in charge of each of those departments, or some and not? I'm, I'm guessing highways probably does. Yes, there, there is. A, obviously, there's two people in administration, myself and an administrative assistant. 
and uh, we facilitate all the all the other departments' paperwork and billing. As far as uh, buildings, we have a we have a superintendent of buildings, and we have a superintendent of cemetery and parks. That's a combo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a uh, superintendent of the transfer station and the highway manager uh, for the highway overseas. Okay, all and the that's highway. the position you used and to. And that's have. the position I used to have. Yes. Okay. Now, do you? I don't want you to get too far into the budget because it'll, it'll bore everyone to death. But mm-hmm. what what is the approximate? I tried to add it up last night, going through the last years, mm-hmm. and I came to like two point six million. Is that close, it's or did about, I miss it's a, something? It's, it's about three million. It's about yeah, three it's million. Two point nine. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. that includes everything. That's all seven of those departments. Yes. All right, and not and that's not offset for any revenues. No, it's not. Okay. No, it's not. All right, good. So we'll get to that when we get to the mm-hmm. to the paving stuff. So okay, so that's good. So I did my math right. Okay, let's start with roads. Mm-hmm. So, how many uh, how many miles of roads do we currently have in Milford, approximately? Uh, town maintained roads. We have approximately uh, ninety miles uh, ninety miles of road. There's probably about eleven miles of private road, and there's twenty one miles of state maintained road in Milford. Okay, so that I was I was going to ask you about the different classes of roads. Mm-hmm. Then, so class one, that's. Do we have any class ones? Is the bypass a class one, or is that just like <clears throat> like ninety three? Well, yeah, that that's the big stuff. Um, I, I really don't know right off the top of my head what they classify the bypass as, but okay. you know the ones that really um, are more that at the uh, town level is is class six, which we don't maintain. It is a town road, but we don't maintain it. And then class five is just about every other single road that we have that that's town owned. It can be dirt or, or or pavement um, doesn't really matter, but oh, okay. we maintain them. So. Oh, so there's no difference. I thought there was a difference. I don't know why I thought this, but I thought <clears> like <throat> the feeder roads, like 13, would be different than some of them get into threes and twos, you know. But uh, you know, ones would be an interstate and things like that, and we don't really have those. So what do we have for state roads between state and and uh, town roads? Mm-hmm. Or is there mm-hmm. really a distinction as it, far as your responsibilities? It is. There, okay. there is a big distinction. Uh, the the biggest one is the bypass. The uh, state maintains the full length of the bypass from the lights at Irving Station out in uh, West mm-hmm. Milford. Right. And they come all the way across, and they go all the way to the uh, line in Amherst on 101. They go down 101A all the way into Amherst on that side. And so they, they maintain, you're talking about winter now? They, they maintain, well, winter and, and summer. Okay. They, they do all maintenance on that particular aspect of the road, and they on and off ramps to, to those okay, sets so, of roads. Okay, so you guys don't plow or salt those at we all? We don't. Okay. We don't. So yeah. that's the bypass. What about 13? 13, it depends on what portion of 13 we talk about. There's a portion of 13 or, or South Street uh, that goes from the oval down to the what we call the bowl nose, which is the start of the uh, opening for the uh, bypass on Route 13. Mm-hmm. That's town maintained. From that point to the Brookline line is all state maintained. And, and that's, that's really the distinction where it's South Street versus Route 13. Probably, yeah. yeah I think, but I, I think, think folks up there actually have an address of Route 13 South. And I, I think it's all designated Route 13 is the feeder that comes all the way through the center of town. So we, so the only roads we don't plow, other, other, than, the, other than the Class 6, is, mm-hmm. is um, the bypass. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, we don't happen to, like I said, anything that's town, uh, state-maintained, we don't plow. Okay. We, we have another portion of Route 13 that goes from the intersection north of the road north. Yep. We don't plow. We don't plow North River Road, the main portion of North River Road, all the way to Veterans Bridge. That's state maintained too. Oh, okay. So that's interesting. Is it's it, interesting. Yeah. Why is that? And I, actually, now that you mention it, isn't part of Federal Hill like a 
short portion of that also? It, it very much is. Uh, Federal Hill from Emerson Road up to Federal Hill, and then on the first part, of, uh, once you go past the reserve, um, that is actually state road. We do maintain it in the winter. That portion of the road we do maintain in the winter, but it is, in fact, state road, and it's maintained in the summer by the state. Oh, that's interesting. There's a lot of there's there's a few of those still bouncing around. They, over the years, they've been trying to clean them up. But uh, Osgood Road used to be out to Osgood Pond used to be a uh, state road. So wow, that's so that must be like historical, for, you know, for some reason in the past. It, it's probably the old roads. Who knows? Huh. So. Is this just occurred to me while we we're talking? Is is like Natural Street and Elm Street? Is that still 101A or was that ever 101A? It was always 101A. Okay. Um, that's always and the it still, designation. And it still and, is. Yeah, that's that's the designation. I, and I would think that 101A really starts at the bypass. You know, that's all the way I've been always interpreted it. On the west side. Of On the, the west side of town, it starts right there as 101A. It comes all the way through the center of Milford, which is the old road before the bypass was even built. Mm-hmm. Comes all the way and heads toward Nashua. All right, so paving. Let's talk about paving a little mm-hmm. bit. You've been doing a lot of paving lately. We've been doing a lot. <laughs> yeah, I joke with my wife that I, I swear you paved every single street in this town except <laughs> ours. <laughs> it, it feels that way. I get the Nixle reports every morning on what's closed. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, so, in, in general, what do you try to do every year? What's What's your you know? Well, depending depending on budgets, obviously it, it all it all hinges on budgets. But uh, our main focus when it comes time to paving is to pave the main roads the ones that get all the work on them uh get all the volume of traffic on them and then we try to come down to the secondary roads uh and then come into your subdivisions and dead ends and as you will you know the uh those kind of roads and and it's really based upon volumes of traffic mm-hmm. and and need i would imagine because there are some and side need. roads that are that are and need it and apart. It, it depends again um we have some side roads that really need work and and when, when it comes time to looking at them we have to evaluate that whether we think it's a, a big enough bang for the buck and and the amount of residents that get a benefit out of that as opposed to maybe one house at the end of a long road mm-hmm. you know, so so um are we I'm, I'm trying to think back a couple of years ago you did some really elaborate survey like every road was got a, got a ranking or something we did we had all the roads electronically surveyed okay and uh, that gave us an indication of what they call an OCI or an overall conditional index. And uh, what that just gives us was some information on the condition of the road. And what that does is it, it's a 0 to 100 rating. And for the most part, out of the 87 miles of road that they did at that time, which was, I want to say that was 2013 when we did that, out of that 86, we had a overall ranking of fair so we're right in the middle mm-hmm. you know we're not super good we're not super bad we had some bad roads and we had some and some good roads so it's not a it's not a bad rating so do you use that rating for deciding i mean is, is it dynamic or do you have like a five-year plan where you you can say that park street's going to be done in you know 20 20- 18 um already passed that didn't we yeah (laughs) (laughs) we we try to we try to get a plan together obviously it it, you know up until three years ago we've only had three hundred and twenty thousand in in a paving budget which nowadays doesn't go far and and you know obviously everything that we do in public works is petroleum based obvious you know Mm -hmm. whether it's pipe or asphalt or something like that so it the prices have 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 gone up 
but we we try to uh, we try to give it a good balance and and utilize the uh, OCIs to see uh, which roads are really in need of. Okay, but do you have? Could somebody call? And I'm not recommending that they do, but could mm-hmm. somebody call you and say, you know, when when are you going to pave? Well, we can, we we have kind of a we have a. Uh, I like to say that everything in public works is fluid. It's mm-hmm. always changing. We can have a good plan going ahead and then go through a winter and have a road just come apart, have a failure somewhere. We had some stuff this even as a matter of fact, this year that uh, opened up on, on us on Prospect Street and uh, the drainage and, and became such an issue that we really had to focus on it this year. Mm-hmm. It wasn't part of the plan back two years ago. So it's dynamic and it's always changing. As far as having a, a 10-year plan, we have some kind of loose kind of documentation, you know, for that. But mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I, I, I really like to evaluate it as I go and make the adjustments and uh, and try to get the best best out of it. All right. Sounds good. I'm going to invite you up to my house soon to drive up my road. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You mentioned that 320000 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is that in our budget or is that block money from the state? Well, it is in our budget and we get a block grant check from the state for about 320 okay so so it's not a coincidence that those numbers are the same it's it's not really a coincidence of that yeah okay so you budget for it but that there's like offsetting revenue it, it, based exactly okay yeah okay so that's so that's good and you I was looking at last year's budget, and didn't mm-hmm. we pass? Maybe it was two years ago, like a big bond, like three million or two million, yes. just to catch up. Yeah, we did. I three, didn't see it last year, so maybe it was yeah, two years it ago. It was three years ago. Three years ago, we actually finished our, our third year. Um, what it was was we asked for two million dollars to be spent over the course of three years um, to do eleven miles of road. Mm-hmm. Um, and what it what it ended up as is. Uh, at the end of the three years, we have completed 13.34 miles of road, and we have a uh, 2.5 miles of road in base that needs to be topped, but we also accomplished a half mile of sidewalk and uh, 3,000 feet of drainage. So we, we did very well. With that $2 million. With, with that $2 million, yes. Yeah, yeah. Are we, I know you're in the middle of budget season but are you going to be asking for another one we have had discussion to be able to ask for another two million over another three years mm-hmm. which would really help us uh and, and just kind of relevant to that is that between 2010 and 2016 on budget money we only did 12 and a half miles of road and actually between 17 and 19 we did 13 so mm-hmm. you know we we chopped that in half over half so we doubled or actually more than doubled in amount so yeah, and you've. It, it seems like this year. Maybe it's because you've been downtown, but mm-hmm. it seems like there's been a lot of activity this year. It 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 does. When you work downtown, where everybody drives through the center of town, yep. it it does take a lot of it create a lot of attention. Yeah. And wasn't there something this year with the water water department that you guys got together and mm-hmm. they were they were replacing a main or something and kill two birds with one stone? Kind yeah, of thing? we. We we had noticed that, uh, and and that's why you know being fluid and trying to watch all the all the activities that are going on in town, uh, we did notice that the water department was doing some work down there, and the and the budgetary money that they had had in the in the contract for just doing patchwork, um, we were able to go curb to curb 
full length in Asher Street for the same money that they had had in there for uh, doing patchwork. So it was a great benefit to the uh, taxpayers of Milford to be able to do that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That was that was that was great. Bridges, bridges, bridges. Mm-hmm. So how are we doing? On I know for years we we're having tr- you know that was a big issue. Mm-hmm. How, how are we doing? Are we catching up? Um, we're, we're poking at them slowly. Uh, working with the state is 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 a little slow. Um, we've had a a slowdown in what we have wanted to do with some bridges, uh, mainly from permitting issues through the state. Um, now, are there still some red listed bridges? Uh, no. Well, we have technically we have one over on uh, over on Mason Road that doesn't even get used. Uh, but there is another one, a small one up on Hodgson Mill Road that is uh, actually a red listed bridge okay. and been red listed for a long time. Because I'm looking here in the, in the 2018, mm-hmm. you say there are two. There's two, yeah. So, yeah. so Mason Road, not the one by Burns. It's the one by Burns, you know, the little one that sits off to the side. Oh, That's the, the one technically in oh. place and still called the bridge and still on a red list. So if oh, we, well, that's it, silly. When it comes when it comes time to replace that one, which is on our list to replace, that why one, would you replace that, that? It goes well, nowhere, right? The other one. Oh, uh, oh, the, once we once we replace the the culvert that's over on the main part of Mason Road, w- that one will be discontinued and that'll fall off the list. Oh, okay. Because yeah. there's also um, uh, was another one that's like that. I was just thinking of what. Off of Union Street awesome. Extension, there used to be an old one down in the in the woods down there. That, so. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Of. Yep. yep. When the bypass but that came one was through. never big enough to be classified as a bridge, so it never made the uh, made the cut. Okay. So are we working on any right now? You said the Mason Road one. We are. We we're trying to get into the queue for the Mason Road one. Um, we have. Uh, we're in permit right now for the. Uh, bridge at Hodgshaw and Mill, the big one up near the dam, mm-hmm. to be able to build an invert into that and uh, get that to um, run out a few more years. So right now, that that's no, that's really the active one. So we still have the capital reserve going for that. And we do, or yes. We're putting seventy five grand each year in that, right? I, I, Something well, like that? Well, I think we cut it back last year a little bit because we did fall behind with the state permitting and everything, we got a got a slow start, and, and we're going to end up doing the same thing this year. We um, got behind with the state and with the state dealing with the permits. So, okay, so winter, mm-hmm. winter starting. So for snow plowing, how how many vehicles are on a typical storm are out at a time? Well, we have probably ten or fifteen. And are they all ours, or do we? They're all ours. We we have not had any. Uh, have not had any contractors uh, working with us for probably five years now, and and but this year actually this year we we have one contractor that's going to tr- um, give us a help. Okay. So so a, a typical storm, ten or fifteen people out, out at a time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how does how does that work? I'm sure you have a very organized strategy for that. So does like every driver have a particular route? Like all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. So um, all winter, one person will always have. It, it 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 is set up that way. So each driver has his own route. Um, we we have a combination of uh, you know uh, main roads and, and everything, but it's usually um, very uh, segmented. So that driver knows exactly where what his roads that he's got to do. Now, if we have issues with a, a plow truck breaking down, mm-hmm. we will move to move somebody. Whoever uh, has time or whatever, we'll go and we'll start covering uh, that part of it. So, but everybody does have a designated route. 
And is it is it at the discretion of the driver? Who decides whether or not when you're done with the route, how long do you wait for going out for a second pass or mm-hmm. if it's necessary? Is that you make that call or do No, the, our guys our guys are pretty good. They, um we 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 leave that up to them. Okay. Um, we do run around and, and do check, but uh, obviously they know their route. Um, uh, one of the biggest things about our routes, they're, they're a little over three and a half hours long, so it does take a little while from uh, if you see us drive by your house, we may not be back for another three and a half hours. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So do, uh, they, that's, they are that's interesting. pretty long. So I imagine, how long is a shift for these guys? Or, or, or again, is that just dynamic? If it's a bad storm, they just again that's that's very dynamic. Depending on what it is, we try to limit the guys to about twenty six hours maxed out. Um, We have run a lot. We have time. It's a lot of time, and uh, we have had the occasion to run even myself out there for thirty four, thirty six hours straight. So, wow, it's a long time. Um, Is that? I don't want to say legal, but uh, there must be guidelines for that. Well, it. During emergency operations, um, mm-hmm. those kind of guidelines go away. It's not a, um, like I say, we try to hold them to 24 to 26 hours as a as a practice, um, you know, and, and, we'll, and we'll trade. that. That's also dynamic. If, if the driver's getting fatigued or anything like that, we, we'll switch out. But we have some uh, ways of doing that that we've been trying the last few years where we uh, cut down operations around 9, 10 o'clock at night when most of the most of the traffic and, and stuff are at home, and uh, we'll leave a couple trucks out to, mm-hmm. to be able to compensate for that just over, during the overnight, bring them back in at 2 in the morning. And by t- if, the, if everybody starts at 2, that usually gives them a, a full four hours to make a round before the uh, buses and uh, people start going So for mm-hmm. a 6 o'clock start. So. Okay, so that's, so, so that's interesting. So is there a... a I'm sure everything depends on the storm because they're probably all di- all different. Mm-hmm. But do you always treat roads first, or is it does it depend? We we don't do any pre-trading yet. We uh, we've oh, been really? looking. No, we we don't do any of that yet. Um, we've been looking into that in the use of chemicals. Part of the conference that I just went to uh, was was part of that, talking to other individuals about the use of uh, uh, chemicals and and pre-treat. It's it's a little expensive getting started, but mm-hmm. it is it is the wave of the future, uh, and using the chemicals are a, a way of saving on the salt. So mm-hmm. there is a there is a savings there. It's the initial investment that's that's tough, but uh, long run it it does save in the, on the environment. Okay, so that's pre-treatment, but you do sometimes because I've seen them on my road. They'll come up and they'll just sand. If it's only like an inch, they, they might just sand first. Does that happen, or, or is that my imagination? Usually, we don't do that beforehand. Okay, you know, so it depending on the. It, it, you might have gotten it because of a dusting or mm-hmm. something like that. We may have gone up just to uh, prevent it from being slippery. So, like this morning, there there was a, a forecast that there mm-hmm. might be ice this morning. So, you, in that case, you were just prepping to. And we didn't go out today because uh, never happened. Never happened. But mm-hmm. we uh, had all the trucks all all set to go. So how do you decide, or do you? Is it, are there some salt areas and some sand areas, or is everything a mixture? No, we do. We we have uh, we have uh, no salt areas um, that have been in place since I started working. Oh, like so environmental reasons. It, it must be for some reason that there, there there's a few of them out there. For the most part, we use straight salt downtown. Uh, with the catch basins and, th- and things like that. And as you go out okay. of town, when you don't have the catch basins, we use a mixture of the sand salt uh, 
on that. So, and of course, dirt roads will get a straight sand. Mm-hmm. Okay, and probably I'm guessing major inter- certain intersections because I'm pretty sure Emerson Road and Armory. I think that always gets solved. Emerson and Armory the is hill. state. Remember that. Oh, that's right state. There. That's state right there. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. you come down that hill by Chapel when you're coming into town, mm-hmm. and it's you. I mean, it's a it's a scary slope because there's yep. a light that, at the bottom of the hill. That is state, and, and state does nothing but salt. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, how do you? Where do you get your weather forecast from? Uh, we have a uh, weather service, Precision Weather, that uh, gives us updates on our cell phone. Uh, they will. Uh, continually update us um, as the storm changes and we have the opportunity to make any any time that we want a phone call uh, we can call them and they'll give us a an update to our area specific to our area so something like this morning's forecast is probably you know that that type of situation where you're not really sure Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah but but there again we get the uh, like i say we get the updates Um, our our forecast is specific to our area um, it's done, uh, I think it was Bill Giles, who used to be one of the Channel 5 oh, meteorologists, okay. owns a company now, and uh, they, they stay very specific to Milford area. And they'll give us updates, and we will get that update to let us know that between 12 and 6, it's expected or temps are there and, and uh, things like that. So it's, hmm. uh, it, it's a tool in the toolbox. So do you have priority routes um, like the schools, for instance, the school bus routes. Mm-hmm. Again, that probably depends on if the storm's coming in in the morning, morning as opposed to the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Makes it. It, it and it really it's it's part of um, more the main roads and and things like that. Uh, if if we were to get that volume of snow that we just can't keep up, we stay to the mains. Right, and we try to keep the mains, and then we work our way out as it goes. Uh, school routes, we try to get them all done prior to the start of school and that's why we come in at two in the morning and and make sure we get a round in whether it's the next day after a storm we have just have to treat them sand assault them or whatever we come in and make sure it's all set for the for the buses so does does mac based um dispatch you guys no not uh, not at all not at all not at all we we get a phone call if the if the police are out and they happen to start seeing the the road starting to ice up that you know we use that information um, so in, so in how do you how do you call the guys in just on cell phones? You call it's them all in? cell phone. Yeah, yeah, come on it's in. All it's cell phone. It's Come on in. Get started and uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Do you guys does DPW plow the school lots at all? I know over the years that's no. gone back and forth. You no, don't at all. The schools take care of their own. We'll help them if they if they need something. But um, for the most part, we uh, they take care of the schools themselves. So all right. So. Interactions with the public again. This is regarding winter. If if I don't see you come by my house for three or four hours, you know, and this six inches are piled up, should I call or do you discourage that? We do, we don't discourage any any of the phone calls. Yeah, uh, and uh, we do know that some people can get irate um, sometimes about that, and it sometimes it's it's beyond our control. Like I say, if we have a truck that breaks down and we can't get there, and somebody's busy on another route. You know, and our routes are long. They're, they're three and a half hours long. It, it takes a takes a little bit of time, and sometimes when it snows two inches an hour, well, that's four inches that can right. pile up in uh, you know short amount of time, and that we can't get back there. And the part you just mentioned about if there's a lot of snow, you're going to pull people into the main roads because mm-hmm. I've noticed that before. Like you know, some you know, if all of a sudden you know no one's been up to my road at all, mm-hmm. you know, for like four or five hours, I was like, well, that's what's happening. They, you know, exactly. It's that or a breakdown. Yeah. So what what if uh, a snowplow hits my mailbox? 
<laughs> well, you make a call, <laughs> and that's uh, we 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 have enacted a snow plow, uh, snow uh, uh, a, a mailbox policy now uh, because there's uh, a lot of times that uh, the mailboxes have sat out there for 20 years and sometimes just the weight of the snow will knock them over and they're rotted or something like that. But we will uh, if you call the office, we'll send the superintendent manager out and he'll evaluate evaluate it and we take care of it if we if we hit it on purpose and a lot of times the guys will tell us that uh what the which ones they've hit if they if they can see them mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> which sometimes can be uh challenging uh during a snowstorm or late at night uh, sometimes we don't see them and uh we hit them so yeah, but we do fix them yeah have you ever hit um one of the granite posts we have yes <laughs> that's gonna be quite the uh i'm sure the truck wins in that case too but it's usually with a truck wing, and 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 usually if it's if that's the case, it's the winter time, and it's usually, uh, as you know, granite has has uh, uh, grain to it, and a lot of times it's a it's a piece of it's the grain that you just hit it just right and it snaps. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's cold weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So. Okay. Can residents still get sand? Yes, they can. We have it here at the uh, DPW yard. And, uh, oh, that hasn't they, changed. I know you've got it up, changed. up at the transfer station. Well, we were trying to, uh, because of the fact that uh, we used to have it in the wide open all the time, and we had the occasion quite a few times to have contractors coming in and filling up their sanding trucks overnight while we were in here and taking wow. all the sand. And uh, so we had to put it behind the gate and keep it locked. One of our ways of extending the hours, if they're not here at DPW is to put it at the transfer station and 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 make it available to residents um, more more of the time. Oh, okay, because maybe I just came at the wrong times, but I think last winter I never was able to get it here. I was at the transfer station. Maybe it was just closed when I was here or something. It, it may have been, but mm-hmm. usually would usually we're uh, open six to four. Usually that's about the uh, and isn't the rule of thumb or, or the or the restriction maybe like. Two five gallon. Two five gallon pails is is been storm. in place. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Could you explain the parking ban downtown? Sure. What is it? Well, the parking. And ban, actually, it's not downtown, right? Isn't it the whole town? No, it's actually downtown. Oh, okay. It's downtown, and and uh, um, it, it was changed. It used to be from November fifteenth to uh, March fifteenth or April fifteenth at one time, and. And uh, then it was changed. Since I've been here, it got changed to when the light was on on the side of town hall. That's when we added the light for on the side of town hall uh, to interact uh, uh, the parking ban. Uh, but the main reason is for us to be able to clean the downtown. Okay. Uh, so when the light's on, you can't park. When the light's on, you can't park between the hours of one and six. It's a very limited time, so okay. It's yeah. only between one and six. It's only between one and six is is the technical time of of that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we'd like to have more time than that to, you know, sometimes uh, to clean, but uh, that's what we're given. So, in general, are most people good about it? I mean, do you have to tow much? Well, they there, there is a yeah, there is. Um, it's still I don't know whether it's not seen a lot or people just. Uh, don't pay attention to that, you know. But uh, I, uh, it doesn't happen very often that we don't have to make a call to the police department, and they come out and mm-hmm. they have to. They'll try to notify them of uh, 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 move their vehicles. So, all right. So let's move over to parks. 
So DPW, not, you have park, but you don't have recreation. At one point, That's recreation right. was under Public at, Works. At one point, it, recreation was under, yeah. So even people sometimes call it Parks and Rec. It's not Parks and Rec. It's, it's not Parks and Rec, yeah. It's Park <laughs> It's and Parks. Rex. And then <laughs> and there's Rec. <laughs> um, okay, so, so um, what's going on down at Keys? How are things at Keys? Keys are going well because, um, and I assume that you're talking about the pool. The whole the, thing. Uh, so the pool, the pool. There was a what was it? A two hundred thousand dollar warrant article. Yeah, uh, warrant article to uh, upgrade the pool, and uh, replace the pump. And I replace think the pump. Yeah, the pump was actually fifty years old. It was the original pump that, from when the pool was uh, first built. So, and it was built. It was actually re. Uh, uh, redone just once and it couldn't be done again so we uh redid the pool repainted it uh sandblasted and painted it and uh, we replaced the pump and all the pipe all the all the uh, piping inside and installed a new filter uh so that should be ready to go in the spring we'll be testing it in the spring and uh okay so it, it wasn't in it wasn't done in time for this it, past season. it wasn't done in time for this past so season must be we, just recently yeah we've just been doing it since the pool closed when the pool closed this year we uh drained the pool and then we uh went in and pulled the pumps and and the filter and and cleaned it all out and have been placing in the new pumps and filter and replumbed it and moved some electrical that had to be moved and uh getting it all ready so we'll be able to fire that up in the spring Great, great. Now, 127 Elm, which is the old perm attached, the, what would that be, the west entrance to the park now. Mm-hmm. What's going, I, I think there, that, I don't want to say it's on hold, but it's still to be determined what's going to go on with that building. Is yeah, that right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. But you folks have already, uh, are you finished your work doing parking changes down there, at least until there's a major decision on what's going to happen? I know you were cutting back brush and just trying to add more parking. We we've we try to do a little bit each year um, on that and ch- and try to uh, make a spot. It's it's been our snow dump area now for oh. the last few years. So the more room, obviously, the more room it helps us out uh, for that. We don't haul it all the way up the Brocks anymore. We're trying to cut down on uh, mileage and overtime for the guys, so it's a lot easier to. Bring it there from the downtown, then it is. And, and all that's way up okay. The that's not too close to the river. It's not. Too, it's not too far close to the river. No. Hmm. no. So. So that's good. So that is a, that is a convenient place. Mm-hmm. How is um the vandalism at the at, well? I guess anywhere. I mean, it, it was a problem at Keys. Mm-hmm. Keys is probably our biggest place. Um, of course, it gets most people in it. It's centrally located, so it's easy to get there. Occasionally, we have it, but uh, it doesn't seem to be too bad. Uh, there are cameras when, down there now, I think, aren't there's there? There's some cameras. That, yeah, there's some cameras down there. Um, I, I think our biggest thing is the guys are trying to skateboard in the pool during the winter or yeah. during the off-season, which is tr- we try to really uh, discourage that. What about Kaylee? Is that fully functional now down behind St. Joe's? Um, Kaylee, I think we still have... We still have one ball field we can put in there um, from the plan, if I remember right. Okay. Um, we, st- Yeah, there, I think there's still one other ball field that can be installed down there. So it, it still has a little bit more room for expansion. But the stuff that's out there, it, it's all usable right now? Yes. It's yep. no longer have yep. to sit for a year and whatever? Yep. No, it's, it's all set. I think the latest or the last field that we worked on was over by Heron Pond. And that one is opens up. So. Yeah, that was my very next bullet here. So, mm. the, so you, you got new f- on Heron Pond Road. You're talking about right? Yes. On, so yep. that's all set. That's all done. That's, that's all set, and uh, was able to open for uh, this fall, this past fall, for uh, for use. So it's it's essentially two rectangular. 
don't know two, if it's two, but it's 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 it's, it's big enough for two um, soccer soccer fields. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and so was it was it used this fall, or was it pretty much I, just finished up? I don't remember. Um, I you know, like I say, I I'm more on the aspect of uh, the maintenance of them and, and recreation does all the scheduling of those. So. What about the gravel operation? Are you guys involved at all in the gravel operation over there? Oh, we are. We 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 oversee it. Oh, really? I thought yeah. the whole thing was subbed out. It's not. It, it is subbed out, but uh, we manage it on the on the part of the town. I review the uh, gravel gravel loads that go out every week. Oh. Um, I keep track of that and I review it every week, uh, and I, and I uh, I uh, proof the uh, bills that uh, that are sent out for that. So. So how is that? How is that going? Is it on track? Going to take longer or shorter? It's, it's. I'm sure it's very market driven. I'm. It's guessing. market driven. Yeah, yeah it, it really is. You know, I know we'd like it to go a little faster, mm-hmm. um, but it is uh, totally market driven. So, okay, let's jump over to the cemeteries. So, how many cemeteries? We only have Riverside. Is that the only? I don't know. Functional is the right word. Is that the only one that that's act has active burials? That is pretty much the only one that has active burials, unless there's been a few at North Yard, um, off of North River Road. Okay. Um, but that's, um, you know, those those are the people who have been here for a long time. So it's like a family, family plot, plot type stuff that uh, that really go over there. There's, there's not many of them. But, uh, so between, how many cemeteries do we have? We have five. Okay. Five, five cemeteries totaling about 42 acres. So that's we got Riverside, which obviously is down off National Street, mm-hmm. West Street, mm-hmm. uh, Union, Union Street. Street. That, okay, mm-hmm. then Elm, uh, Elm Street, Elm Street by the entrance of Keys, by the entrance to Keys, yeah, and then the North River Road. North one. River okay, Road. so that one I wasn't. Sh- I was wondering whether that was private or not. That's that's a public. It's uh, public. Okay, yep. I've always wondered this. What do you folks do with the cemetery as opposed to the trustees? Our main function in the cemeteries is is maintenance. That's mainly our, our portion of it. What sure. do the trustees, what do they do? The trustees will, will um, review the rules and the ordinances and, and keep okay. up on uh, on those, make the changes to those rules and regulations as, as they change. And any kind of uh, uh, issue that may come up um, regarding a, a burial, uh, you know, for pricing as far as veteran or something like that, you know, that, that's, that's more their administrative side of the cemeteries. If you want to purchase a plot, do you go through them or do they go no, through No, they you? can actually come to us and, okay. and uh, right right here, and we will take care of the purchasing uh, through here on that lot, or if you get an issue with a lot, they can come here and uh, we can discuss that. Has the, um, I know this is, time flies, right, so I don't know how long ago it was, but you built the building over at Riverside, the mm-hmm. uh, garage there. Yep. One of the arguments or the reasons for that was to give a place where you know you can you know show show people plots and you don't have to be coming back and forth between South Street and, mm-hmm. and looking at plans on the roof of a car. So, but how's that working? How's that facility working out for it, you? It works good. Yeah. It works very well. It, uh, it gives us a uh, another place to keep uh, a lot of our equipment mm-hmm. right handy, and uh, it gives uh, Troy, who's the superintendent there now, uh, some room to like meet with meet with people and uh, be able to show them the uh, layout of the of the cemetery. All right, so transfers. Let's get over the transfer station. Mm-hmm. So how many employees do you have over there? Five. Just five? Okay. Just five. Yep. Out of the 20, whatever it was? Out uh, of 22, yeah. What is the life expectancy over there? How, how is the facility doing? I guess that's a better way to, to phrase it. Over the years, there's always been talk, you know, whether how long you can stay there, mm-hmm. whether it has to move. 
Yeah, and it, it's not necessarily the life expectancy of the transfer station. It's more having to do with EPA regulations of being a capped landfill more than anything uh, because everything that goes in there goes out of there. So really, it is, in fact, transfer, as right. they say, transfer station. So it's just a drop-off and take-out zone. Um, Capacity-wise, you know, it is a little tight, but um, it, it serves that purpose. And uh, probably the only reason that I could ever see us having to, having to move would be a, an EPA regulation mm-hmm. for, for something like that. Okay. So, so the capacity is generally fine. I mean, doesn't mm-hmm. the lines don't get too bad over there. No. So, okay, so do you foresee curbside pickup at all? Do you talk about that? I know there was had been talk about that in the past. Mm-hmm. It, that's very expensive. Personally, I don't I don't see that happening for a while. Okay, so you're not you, you know you, ba- more more financially based than anything. You know. No, I don't happen to see that. Okay, cuz cuz so. I because I know like you just just implied mm-hmm. it was it was in the CIP years ago. I I think they looked at it years ago. As to see what the feasibility of that was, and mm-hmm. and uh, there was a there was a pretty good cost to that. You know, the the plus side is it eliminates all the traffic. The plus know. side is it eliminates right. that. Yeah. But then you don't get to go and buy your Girl Scout cookies and or chat sh- with old friends there, or the ones the you see there all the time. <laughs> exactly. I love it, it's quite a, it's quite a social event, you know. It is. <clears throat> I make sure I go every week. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, recycling, um, how are we doing on recycling? We do okay with recycling. Uh, you know, recycling market is down right now, uh, which makes it tough to recycle when it when it gets down like this. Um, but we we try to recycle everything that we can out of there. So what what is it that we what do we accept now? We, we recycle all the glass and and cardboard, plastic, uh, newspaper, mixed newspapers, and things like that. Um, I know we have uh, bins for the Planet Aid to take in old clothing that gets recycled that way. We have the still good shed, which people can leave mm-hmm. their uh, better stuff and, and others that want to get it, you know, try to pass that along to the public as a savings and, and things like that. So, Do you talk about um, single stream much? Is that a... That a, comes and goes like, like everything. I mean, that's kind of a... I personally, I, I don't like the ideas of single stream. I mean, it, I like the idea of recycling. Just, so, so maybe we back up because I know the recycling that you folks do, you actually sell it. So so, or has that changed? We do. I know. No, no. Okay. We we we. It's so basically you, we basically get paid for everything that goes goes out. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to just having it shipped away. Yes. Um, yeah, and and of course, if you think about it, you know, if if we can get paid for it, um, that means we don't have to pay to get rid of it. Exactly. So it it it's not a it's not a big cost, but uh, I bet you this year we, we'll be uh, in the fifty thousand dollar range or so in revenue in revenue from that. So. And I'm sure that fluctuates tremendously. And it fluctuates tremendously in in trashes. Uh, Trash and demo, which are the two major components of that, are very expensive. Mm -hmm. Those are, you know, that's a big portion of the budget. You're talking probably close to $500,000 to get rid of the trash and demo for, for us for the year, so... There's a little bit of offsetting revenue with that, though. There's a little bit of offsetting revenue for that. And like I said, it's it's probably more in the $50,000 range. Are you certain or confident that the that the material actually is being recycled? Because you read, you know, it, with the I guess China doesn't accept recycling anymore. And mm-hmm. you read this a lot in the context of the single stream, where they say a lot of times the people that do single stream that just gets dumped in the in the landfill anyway because nobody will take it anymore. Yeah, and that, and that's the that's the thing about single stream. If we can keep some of the 
if we can keep some of that out of the landfills, it, it's just going to help the future. So uh, that's why I still believe that they, they got to find alternatives for these. I know uh, glass is one of them, and, and I know that uh, they, the state is actually looking at uh, putting glass into uh, use in uh, roadbed materials. Mm. So we're a little behind, I think, over over here in the U.S. on recycling, and I've, I've seen some lot of, a lot of uh, incoming stuff from uh, Europe that uh, – innovative stuff yeah i was looking at the uh the 2018 town report and i mean i don't know if these sound like good numbers to me i don't know whether they are typical but in 2018 you had 2782 tons of solid waste mm-hmm. and 1480 tons of recycling which is about 50 percent that's mm-hmm. that strikes me as pretty good yeah that if we so in other words if we weren't doing recycling it would be um, a fifty percent increase in the solid waste. Exactly, which yeah. is which is pretty good. So, what what do you as, as director? So, what's your day like? I mean, do you ever jump in? Do you ever jump in the truck and go? Uh, oh, I do. Yes, I, I I'm I'm very hands on. Okay. I uh, I usually I'm usually here six o'clock in the morning and go home around four in the night, four in the afternoon. Uh, I have uh, I will plow if we get we get a shortage of guys. We've had a shortage in personnel over the last few years and mm-hmm. uh actually i've been in the grader plowing in the grader and i did go out and grade miles slip the other day uh so i i i, I can jump into a truck and plow with a truck or do whatever that whatever needs to be to help out so well, that was interesting you mentioned miles slip road so that's that's not class six no because that is it's class five because yep. it is maintained i gotta believe that it's more expensive to to maintain a dirt road than it is a paved road it is, believe it or not. You yeah. know, there's studies that show that it is to to maintain a gravel road properly and degrade it all the time and they add material to it because it does break down. I mean, that's what the dust is. It's a breakdown of the material and, and you lose you lose that. So there is a lot of money associated with that. So how often do you have to grade mile slip? Um we 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 put actually put millings on it um not too long ago, a couple of years ago, which really made a big difference and uh We've been starting to utilize millings a lot more because it will hold the surface a lot better. Mm-hmm. And uh, it literally packs down just like asphalt. So what is a milling? What's milled? Millings are what we take off the uh, road. Uh, oh, okay. Do, so do, it, it is asphalt. paving, it is asphalt. And what they do is they grind off usually like an inch or an inch and a half. Like mm-hmm. we did on National Street, we ground off an inch and a half and... We put it in a dump truck, and we took it down, and we piled it down at 127 Elm, or we take it over the rocks, and uh, we'll mix mix a little bit of gravel into it. It makes it pack very well and hold together a lot better than uh, just regular gravel, and it cuts down on our gravel. Hmm. So we, we're utilizing a product that we always pay, already paid for, yep. and we just uh, put it back down. So that's good. Are you um, are you considering paving mile slip? <laughs> residents bring it up all the time do they uh, do they want it or, or not there's there's a bunch of them that want it okay, yeah i can see um, both sides see an it, argument both sides and and yeah and and that's again that's one of those balancing acts that we have to uh kind of do over the years you know and like i said we our, our our big thing was well let's put millings on it and see how this holds it a little bit better than that but it is a dead end road um so you know it, it's depending on funds and, and mm-hmm. things like that. So someday maybe. 
So what about this place, this facility? Are you mm-hmm. holding up here? Um, there was, again, there's been talk in the past of you going down to Bronx. This, mm-hmm. I, I think there's actually an area that's set aside for DPW yeah. in the future. Yeah, we do. Um, and, and that's part of the master plan, if you will, for Bronx. And I know there's cemetery area and, and future school area. And, and there is a portion of that for uh, DPW. We are limited here. Um, it, I don't. I believe it's only like three acres here. Again, w- probably one of our biggest hurdles if we ever got to move is probably with the EPA and having our salt so close to the river that's right behind us and, and sand. So that, that's that could be an issue someday. Um, but from a capacity as far point as of view, a, you're, you're we're of, maxed out yeah. as far as capacity right here. Um, yeah, it, it's it's pretty tight. It's pre, it's pretty tight, but. We, we do with what we have right here. So, mm-hmm. But I would think also maybe just the nature of this operation, You, if you had, well, you did it with the Riverside building, right? Mm-hmm. But if you had to build a, an annex and offload stuff out there, you, mm-hmm. it, it's not like you're going to have to, you know, pick up shop and move. That's it. And, and we, we've, we've utilized 127L. Um, and and put some trailers in there and storage for the winter and things like that. So, you know, we, we utilize what we have to help help facilitate what we're gonna what we gonna do. So, good. So, do you have any like big concerns? Any anything that you lose sleep overnight at night about? Uh, <laughs> some people. I, uh, um, I mean, I've talked to you before about some of your equipment. I, I gotta believe mm-hmm. you get some concerns about equipment. But is there anything um, you know really pressing? I guess personally, I, I, I care about my job, mm-hmm. um, and 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 I wonder sometimes, you know, and, and I do think yeah, I do know things cost money, and uh, it is a changing economy and 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 a change in uh, demographics, if you will. Um, we had a discussion with the at the public works summit there just last week that there's no young people coming into the into the trade. Uh, it, it's it's a very uh, a lot of the people that are in it are older, and nobody wants to take that over. Hmm. Um, and it's concerning to not just myself, but a lot of it, this happens to the markets all over the United States. And like I said, I was, I was it's it's really uh, something to really go talk to these people from all over the country and find out it's they all got the same issues that we do. You know, big or small, it doesn't matter. Um, getting getting help and and funding for you know funding for costs for infrastructure and all the new regulations with stormwater and things like that. It it's it's concerning, but you know, in the long run, you know, like stormwater, do you want clean water? You know, for your future or for right. the kids. Exactly. It's it's something to look at. So, I mean, I was I was talking with the wastewater folks recently and. They they have a lot. They probably, I would think they they have more issues with regulations than even you do. Mm-hmm. You know, they do, and and, yeah. and they've got, I mean, millions millions of dollars uh, coming down the pike and changes they have to do to their facilities for all that. Mm-hmm. And 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 uh, stormwater across the country, depending on where you are, does have that. Uh, you know, in in our little neighborhood here, you know, it, it it's smaller mm-hmm. as opposed to somebody who has a uh, city right on an inlet to the ocean or something like that you know a major waterway or something like that but it it still is a it still is an issue that mm-hmm. they really got to think about so so are you are you fully staffed uh, we are right now okay. yes we, we just as as a month ago we we became fully staffed so 
Yeah. So you just pay everyone more. <laughs> again, it's, 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 uh, <laughs> again, there's, a, there's the issues with uh, with budgets, and uh, yeah, it, it it does cost a lot of money. Uh, you know, like I say, we. We we maintain the full amount of town infrastructure, and uh, it it's it's a lot of money. Um, it, it is. It, it is. You know, it's it's. I, I think I've done some calculations before. You know, one hundred and thirty six million dollars worth of assets. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to, you know, to try to maintain. That's and, at, and, like like facilities like trucks and stuff. You're talking, that's, about, talking that's, about like that's like everything. Okay. Um, you know. Uh, buildings and infrastructure, roads and bridges and that is a lot. and equipment. You know, it it it, it is a lot. It, mm-hmm. it, and it unlike your house, you don't want it to go too far. You know, because the further it goes, the more money it costs to fix to bring it back up. So it, it is a lot to think about. And do you, do you think we're doing an okay job budget wise? I mean, probably not going to sit here and say no, um, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I know we've had a conversation in the past about various other committees. I mean, I happen to think we should be spending far more money on road maintenance, you mm-hmm. know, because it's the kind of classic, you know, if you do that, then you're going to get hit with a $2 million bond every three years because mm-hmm. you're not keeping up. But it, but it's it, it's it's tough. It, it's tough. It, it You know, how much is how much is it? You know, how much do you have to have? I don't think that's a, there is an actual number, mm-hmm. you, you know. Um, yeah. It, you 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 need to look at um, the the thing that I look at is the town keeps adding assets. Uh, we, we accept roads, we get new buildings, we get new ad- building additions, fire station. It just adds to the amount of maintenance that and you know, utility costs and things like that. And and we need to stay up with that. And and we need to stay on top of it to be able to do the best that we can with what we have, which is what we do. So. Um, but you know, obviously, it's always nice to have a little more money. But yeah. uh, we we have to deal with what we have with you yeah. know. So. I, th- I think you guys do a great job. Mm-hmm. The, roads, the roads are clear, and and we have uh, you know beautiful parks in this town, and mm-hmm. we've got the oval, you know, which is you know a gem. And, you know, not many people, no many communities have something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we got a a really good staff. I, I really believe in the staff that we have right now, and 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 the care that they they have, and the, and the giving that they do. Um, I think they do a great job. Can we expect anything big on the warrant this year? I know it hasn't been settled yet. Yeah, no, I, um, no, I'm not right now. I, like I said, that we'd been talking about the two million dollar, another two million dollar bond. No um, vehicles this year. I, I actually have been talking about a loader um, to to put on, but that would be about it. All right. Can you think? Is there anything that you wanted to talk about that we haven't talked about? I think we covered. Yeah, I think we. I think we covered. We everything. have done a very. I think it's been a very. Uh, Enlightening this uh, episode, you know, and, and <laughs> well, uh, talking like I, about things, you know. Like and, I started when, <laughs> in my introduction, I do think that, uh, except for the schools, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, DPW really. T- I mean, everybody. Oh, it, it touches everybody. The roads, the parks, everything. I mean, yeah. I'm like roads, parks, signs, lights. I mean, uh, if, you, if you don't, if, <laughs> if you don't need emergency services, hopefully none of us do. We don't really have a lot of contact with those folks, but you, we do. Yeah, yeah, and 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 we we're very much in the background. Uh, we don't get much we don't get much attention usually, but uh, we we are in in the background of uh, a lot of a lot of the operations in town, and uh, 
sometimes we get forgot about until uh, somebody needs us. I think you do a great job. But maybe think of this when, when we were just talking. I noticed something in, in the 2018 report. Mm-hmm. You said in 2018, uh, our department logged 825 requests for service in mm-hmm. addition to our routine duties. Like, what, what's, what's that? Yeah, what th- what that is is uh, like my backyard's flooding. Come fix it. Well, it can be anything. Um, when, when we call uh, calls for service, because we have software now, and uh, uh, to be able to track how many calls we get, and, and we're trying to do uh, keep track of our infrastructure and, and what we do with it. But they can be anything from a dead skunk or in the road or broken down stop sign that somebody hit or a pothole Makes sense. or you know it it's whatever they call for never occurred um, to me that you guys would do roadkill you, that's you oh have, we you, do roadkill too the, yes you're, you're the folks that call oh, yeah. yeah we have the barbecue set up over i think there's a skunk up on 13 <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's a state road that's a state but that's road. a state road but uh yeah we 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 have that tree limbs are down trees across the oh. road uh you know it it that list can get pretty pretty long and and very uh, big so sometimes all right so it looks like that's all the time we have for today i'd like to thank ricky rindu once again for sitting down with us i also want to thank chris gentry gtm's media manager who has been our audio engineer for today's episode our theme music was written and performed by kevin mcleod at competech.com you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or on most of the major podcasting applications. You can also stream directly from Granitown Media's podcast page at milford.nh.gov community media. As always, we welcome any and all feedback or suggestions that you may have for future episodes. We invite you to go to Granitown Media's Facebook page or leave us a comment on our podcast page at soundcloud.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you join us again for another episode of Inside Milford.